Hello, beautiful people. I am so excited to welcome you to Be You Bloom's podcast. I'm Jessica, your mind strategist. And today I want to do something a little bit different, very special, where I'm going to call it like a storytelling time. So my latest article, literally, which was published yesterday by Psychology Today, was upgraded to an essential piece. And I thought, oh, you know what? Let's celebrate that by actually having me read it to you. But I'm going to add a little bit of flavor in between the lines, okay? Uh, Just so that you really have this stick because this is all about your heart's electromagnetic energy field, which is actually your superpower, you guys. I want to explain the science behind it in a fun, easy to understand way. And I want you to leave this, this time with me knowing that your heart's energy field is more powerful than you even imagined it to be and you can do some pretty neat things with it okay so uh it's entitled the heart's electromagnetic field is your superpower training heart brain coherence coherence is you know operating in optimal functioning because the heart and the brain are entrained to one another so i'll explain a little bit more about that so here we go And remember, you guys, I am adding some of my flavor into it so that I'm not just reading at you, okay? (laughs) So here we go. The heart is responsible for pumping blood to the entire circulatory system so that organs, tissues, and cells receive nutrients and oxygen and waste, such as carbon dioxide, is eliminated, right? So that's the function of the heart. But research is proving the heart may be as intricate as the brain, referred to as the little brain. The heart brain actually sends more communication to the head brain than the other way around. The heart beats before the brain even forms. When the brain is dead, the heart continues to beat so long as it has oxygen. In fact, the heart has 40,000 neurons and the ability to process, learn, and remember. It also has its own emotions. You guys, that is incredible that the heart can actually process, learn, and remember, and and basically it has its own emotions, right? This is the science behind neurocardiology. Thanks to the field of neurocardiology, we are learning more about the intuitive nature of the heart and how we can apply this information to the relationship we have with ourselves and those around us. The HeartMath Institute has been leading research related to heart-brain coherence. According to research director Dr. Roland McCready, coherence is the state when the heart, mind, and emotions are in energetic alignment and cooperation. It is a state that builds resilience. You guys really take that in. So when your heart, mind, and emotions are literally entrained in energetic alignment and cooperation and flowing, that's the optimal state for you to have resilience. And usually we think we need resilience like when we're angry and everything. Well, if we were to bring all of that into a coherent state, we would actually have more resilience to overcome. Makes sense, right? Okay, so let me get back to this article. When the parasympathetic and the sympathetic system are out of sync from emotions such as anger, anxiety, or frustration, this produces an erratic rhythm or incoherent state. So you guys, when you're looking at like heart, like the heart beating, that erratic system that looks like pointed edges, 
That's what it looks like when you're angry and or have anxiety or frustration. And it's really hard for the brain to, to, to operate optimally in that state. I mean, it does what you tell it to do. So it's going to release the chemicals you tell it to release based on the emotions that you feed your brain. So let me explain. The brain receives this input of anger, anxiety, or frustration, right? Which affects whether higher cognitive functions can be accessed to self-regulate. You cannot access those higher cognitive functions when when you have this erratic rhythm in your heart and you won't be able to self-regulate. That's why you get sort of anger. Anger produces this out-of-control reaction instead of a response. See, I'm adding some things because I really want you guys to get this. So... What's the opposite? So how do you get how do you get the ability to tap into your higher cognitive functions so that you yourself can self-regulate, regulate your emotions, right? Manage your emotions well. Let's continue with the article. So positive emotions such as compassion and love generate a harmonious pattern in the heart's rhythm, a harmonious pattern in the heart's rhythm, and that leads to coherence and greater emotional regulation. When harmonious interactions exist among the body system, this is referred to as physiological coherence, right? So imagine, I want you to visualize right now all of your body systems operating in a harmonious state, right? Where flow is allowed. So as this increases, so does the brain's alpha activity. So your brain waves start to slow down and that supports stress relief and creativity. So it's this calmer yet focused state that improves learning, your ability to learn, your ability to make better choices, and to have an expanded view of options. You see how that works, you guys? So I'm going to add this right now. So when you're focused on a problem, you're, literally your eyes are just focused on that one little dot, that one specific issue, instead of an expanded view of options, because if anger is leading you, you can't even tap into that part of your brain. So this is how you're going to use positive emotions to reverse that energy flow so that you can tap into your higher cognitive functions and get you out of that state. So the upside of all this is, you know, getting this coherence between the heart and the brain is plentiful as to why you should increase your heart's harmony with an electrical component about 60 times greater and an electromagnetic energy field 5,000 times greater than the brains. The heart has a significant influence on the body down to the cellular level. The brain's rhythms, along with the respiratory and blood pressure rhythms, and train with the heart's rhythm. And this is the optimal state for human functioning. So what that means, you guys, is that, you know, because the electrical electrical component and electromagnetic energy field of the heart is so much stronger than the brain's, the brain is actually in training to the heart, and so is the rest of your body. All the rhythmic the rhythms that happen in your body from blood pressure rhythms to how you breathe, all entrained to what's going on, the data that it's getting from the heart space. That's pretty awesome to know. So the heart's energy is actually said to reach about three feet outside of your physical body and can be detected in another person sitting nearby via an electrocardiogram, ECG. So that's pretty neat. If somebody's sitting by you, they have proven by science that they can actually detect what is going on three feet outside of you through that other person who's being affected by you. 
So I want you to bring into your mind someone who, without even speaking a word, makes you feel light just because you're in their presence, right? Just by being in their presence, you're like, I don't know what it is, but anytime I'm around this person, I feel lifted. I feel happier. I feel lighter. So think about like, what is their electromagnetic energy field emitting that's affecting you? And have you ever been told, which I've been told so many times, you have such a positive energy about you. Can I bottle that up? And you know, like you should sell that. (laughs) So the potential of how far your heart's electromagnetic energy field can reach, it continues to be studied because technology is still playing catch up. (laughs) So um, it's a really exciting time right now in the field of newer cardiology because that heart-brain connection is so fascinating and we're still trying to understand it. So additional benefits of you increasing heart-brain coherence include these following things. Reducing your stress, your ability to change, to adapt to changes, psychosocial well-being, higher cognitive capacity, performance improvement, resilience and problem solving, mental clarity, emotional stability, access to intuition and creativity, regenerative process such as anti-aging. So it's pretty neat how many things are affected in a positive way uh, if you were to make this positive change. And I'm going to give you some tips as well. This is included in the article. So how can we increase heart coherence? Well, as the brain is able to be retrained through neuroplasticity, right? Just practicing over and over again, thinking positive thoughts, um, fueled by positive behaviors, you repeat that over and over again, eventually your brain is going to stick to that new habit and just do it automatically. You'll just automatically become an upside thinker. And I do a lot. That's the core of my practice. That's the core of what I speak about and teach about and train people with, um, especially in developing new habits. So if we could do that with the brain, I propose, why can't we do that with the heart? So in the same way that we build positive mental habits, we can develop new heart habits, (laughs) right? So whatever the heart informs informs the brain, the brain is going to respond accordingly, right? It's going to emit those chemicals that you're telling it that you need. So if you're stressed, it's going to release stress chemicals because it needs to keep you safe, right? Keep you living, keep you functioning. So it really takes changing what we have hardwired in the communication exchange between the heart and the brain and between the neurons in the heart. Just kind of, it's it's really like rewiring the communication between neurons in the brain. So if it has become the norm for your heart to feel chronic stress or anger, it is accustomed to communicating this to the brain. The brain triggers the body's response in the form of stress hormones, constricted blood vessels, increased blood pressure, chronic inflammation, and basically it makes the heart work harder, which it wasn't designed to do that. It's just having to do that. So that's what can can lead to, to illnesses, right? So putting the heart through constant emotional chronic distress disrupts the body's balance and it can lead to physical disease. And many have said, Happiness is a choice, and now you can see this is really a choice to build heart-brain coherence. And so sustainable joy is a choice too. And I hope you will something will click here today, today to make you uh, make that move to create more positive emotion through the heart space and how you process things through the heart space because it's going to serve you well long-term. And you can train yourself to do this automatically the more you put this on repeat. So just as neuroplasticity is described as training the brain through learning, 
What if we trained our hearts using positive emotions so that the brain more consistently releases chemicals that support healing and well-being? That's pretty awesome. I would take up that proposition, right? Wouldn't you? So by increasing awareness of what we are feeding the command center, your brain, we can be intentional about what we allow in, what we give permission to spread to the rest of the body, and even how we inspire others to feel around us. Okay. I'm just really driving home that point because remember the heart is feeding the data to the commands into the brain. And then the brain is going to release the chemicals, whether they're the feel good chemicals or, you know, the stress hormones It's going to do what the heart informs the brain. So we need to be intentional about that, what we allow in and what we want to spread down to the cells and organs and everywhere else to the rest of our body, because we know that everything else entrains to the heart because the heart's electromagnetic energy field is so much stronger than the brains. It's the most powerfully attracting organ in the human body. Okay. So hopefully I'm making all those links connect for you. And you're like, Oh my gosh, now I'm understanding this. <laughs> so here's some steps that I want to give you to stimulate positive emotions for greater heart brain coherence. First, I want you to bring focus attention to your heart You can also place your hands over it for a physical connection. Then I want you to use Dr. Andrew Wales. I'm I'm going to spell his name W-E-I-L-S, Dr. Andrew Wales, 478 Relaxing Breath Technique. It's 4-7-8 Relaxing Breath Technique. And this can be found on YouTube or on his website, andrewwales.com. And I want you to breathe in for four seconds. That's the first number four. Hold for seven seconds. And then exhale slowly with a whooshing sound for eight seconds. And it's like, whoosh. and you'll see him do this on his website. You'll repeat that, that breath technique four times. And this is going to lower the heart rate. Then you bring to mind something that makes you feel love, joy, or thankfulness. You can also create this in your imagination, such as spending time with a child, a pet, or in spiritual presence. You know, just something that is that unconditional love, something that makes you just feel so good, um, so grateful, or, or just so much joy. Now, I want you to amplify those positive emotions that come forth, and you might feel amusement, hope, or even inspiration. Amplify that. You can even give them a happy or soothing color, like a, a blue or a yellow, a healing yellow light whatever comes naturally and allow yourself to have a smile, you know, a smile that, that forms across, across your face as you savor those moments, relishing in the color of hope, you know? And so then I want you to visualize sending these positive feelings, which AKA that's the input. Remember, that's the data that's going through your heart space. That's going to go up to your brain space so that your brain can be triggered to do, to take action, right? So visualize sending these positive feelings, AKA data, information, or input from your heart to your brain and be as creative as you like. Have fun with this like a kid, like picturing them as healing light energy or shooting stars from your heart to your brain as your brain lights up and tingles. I can actually feel the tingles when I'm in a deep, deep meditative state, alpha state, even theta state. Then expand that feeling to other areas of your body, including down to the cells and organs, uh, every tissue and muscle of your body, down to your toes. And notice notice how your, your organs or your cells respond. Perhaps your cells are not, they're, they're vibrating with a new energy of joy 
And it's really neat because when I do this, I actually see my cells, my, my cells dancing. I see them jumping up and running and dancing. And when I'm not feeling so well, I put my hand in certain parts of my body and I send the soothing light energy and I envision my cells and my immune system being robust and optimizing and lighting up. So there's so many different ways you can do this and no way is a wrong way. This is totally have grace for yourself, totally adaptable, flexible to, to what feels right to you. Just trust your gut. So back to the article here, those tips are there. There's six steps. If the preference, I got something even easier for you. If the preference is not to focus on controlled breathing, right? Or you need to bypass some of the steps because you have lack of time. Simply bringing up positive emotions that that invoke calm through the heart space will cause coherence. So that's pretty awesome. Just by bringing up a positive emotion that give you a sense of calm through your heart space will automatically cause a state of coherence and studies show that a prayer of gratitude or heartfelt love also increases cardiac coherence so i often pray and it can be a short prayer but when you're so connected immediately i can feel my body relax and i can imagine and visualize my heart and my brain and the flow in my body being in a coherent flowy like state like little hilltops instead of those jagged rigid heartbeat edges when it's erratic from anger or frustration and you can use those visuals to help you and uh, these are easy to execute interventions that you can do at any time anywhere As with any new practice, repetition is key to making it familiar to the brain as to the heart. So doing any variation of these exercises right before bedtime can lead to deeply restful and restorative sleep because it clears out concerns. So I love to do something like this. Uh, You know, you could do the prayer or, or just the positive emotion through the heart space right before you go to bed and it will literally clear out concerns and you'll find that you'll rest more deeply and wake up much more lighter. So I want you to be purposeful about what your final thoughts thoughts are before you hit the sack as they will flow right into your sleep and sometimes you'll feel it when you wake up and you still feel heavy. So this is a great technique to use before you sleep. So Applying cardiac coherence in other areas. Guys, I want you to know that heart coherence training has permeated multiple industries from medical and corporate to even law enforcement and educational environments. Coherency enables the ability to pick up data in someone else's heart beyond what the person has even shared with you verbally. For example, let's look at the medical field since I do a lot of work in the medical field. A patient may be holding back fears from the doctor, right? May Just may not be saying everything verbally. Well, when the physician's heart is already in a state of tranquility, this enables the doctor to be present and to be viscerally connected, tapped into the intuition so that he or she can respond with patient-centered insights. That's pretty neat because again, you're accessing higher awareness, you're accessing higher cognitive functions. So because of that, the doctor will pick up on stuff that the patient isn't actually saying. The patient's heart can also be influenced to feel calm just by this transfer of energy, which can trigger an alpha state in the patient supporting resilience, which we talked about earlier, right? You feel stronger, more resilient when you are in this more alpha calm state 
and you increase optimism and your ability to see more options. So imagine how the patient experience adjusts and improves just based on this transfer of energy. It's pretty powerful. So when patients feel understood by a doctor's intuition, stemming from the heart brain, the doctor's heart brain, innately the patient's level of trust and comfort increases. Why? Because the brain now releases in the patient oxytocin, the love hormone. They feel so comforted by the doctor. They get that hit of oxytocin, the love hormone, released by their head brain. And now the experience and the engagement between the two is much more meaningful. Talk about high level of patient care. So this was a question I thought was neat, which was, can if, if, if people can affect another person in such a positive way because their heart feels amazing and has positive emotions, what, if, what well, can a, ne- a person's negative heart, heart energy affect mine? You know, like I don't want somebody's negativity in their heart to affect mine. So here's a really cool thing, you guys. When we are in a highly coherent state, we are less likely to be affected by another's negativity. We are able to remain emotionally composed and adaptable to whatever is going on in the external world. In fact, we can disrupt the incoherence in another person who is much more susceptible to external influences. We can even enter a room and sway the hearts and brain waves around us. So I just really want to sit here for a second because that's so important for you to know when you are optimally functioning, highly coherent, it is really hard to knock you off of that seat. You know, it's the negative person who is highly, what we call in my industry, um, highly suggestible. They're more um, influenced and open to, to sway one way or another, you know, to be affected by critique or criticism. You know, they sort of spiral faster. And so you are so composed and so grounded because you're so coherent that even their negative space can't affect yours. But guess what? You can actually disrupt their funk. I have, I always say, be willing to disrupt someone else's funk because you can from your heart space (laughs) and you can enter a room. When I do speaking engagements, I know how to set my heart to enter that room and shift the energy in that room. And by the end, um, I always ask, I I reveal that to people and they go, Oh my gosh, I felt it. Yes, I did. (laughs) So when you feel light and joyful, I want you to take notice of how you got there. Okay, so the next time you feel light and joyful, take notice of how you got there. And if you are in the company of someone else, I want you to allow yourself to wonder. I love the word wonder. Wonder if it is your heart or theirs who caused that elevated state to happen. Which one who influenced too? (laughs) So the next time you encounter others, I want you to practice using your heart's electromagnetic energy field to redirect their emotions to the upside. If I see some, I did this recently with my Uber driver who showed up kind of funky and I said, oh no, I'm about to reverse his verse. I'm going to disrupt his funk. And by the end of the 20 minutes, he was waving, saying so many wonderful things to me, wishing me so well. And then he was like, what do you do for a living? And I told him, he's like, oh my gosh, I I completely feel it just in this time we we were together. (laughs) So I want you to practice using your heart's electromagnetic energy field. You can use this in negotiations and difficult discussions. Um, you know, disagreements and man, it really places you in a winning position, you guys. Uh, so in what ways can you 
put to good use your most powerfully attracting organ. So if you would like a copy of this, um, the actual article, I will have it on my website at bubloom.com, bubloom.com. You can look under articles so that you can print this up for yourself. You can share this with your staff. I do staff trainings all the time because more and more people are realizing that when we work from our heart, we do stand apart. We really do. And, um, and so we really can elevate others and patients and clients. I mean, it's pretty powerful. So as more data comes out, I will continue to bring that to you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Jessica, your mind strategist, the creator of BU Bloom, and I'll talk to you soon.